Welcome to the new episode of Starting Your Own Coffee Shop. I am Jerry Stolani, the founder of Cafe Chocolat in downtown DC. I had no experience when I started four years ago. And if I can do it, you can too. Tune in. Hi, friends. Um, before I jump into the new episode, I would want to ask a small favor. Um, if you listen to the uh, episodes and if you listen to the show and you like it, I would greatly appreciate it if you can just, you know, provide some feedback, some ratings um, on your favorite app, whether it's uh, Spotify or whether it's Apple Podcasts. Just let me know. I mean, that, that kind of helps me figure out um, how I'm doing over here and, and how I can make it better. Uh, and again, you know, if you have any questions on anything, like always, um, you can reach me via email at dolani at gmail.com, D-O-L-L-A-N-I at gmail.com. And without further ado, let's start the episode. Welcome to the new episode of Ristretta Time, starting and running your own coffee shop. First, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in, listening. This is episode number 21. I would have never thought it would be these many episodes or that I would have so much to talk about a coffee shop. Uh, but uh, it sounds like the more I talk about it, the more things pop up in my head about what I should talk about. And I'm super excited um, when I hear from you guys uh, that are listening and, and um, some of you listen to some of the episodes over and over again and it's it's amazing to me it's mind-blowing uh, uh it's amazing and and i'm i'm very very happy that uh, at least you know i'm making some minor contribution and and uh, hopefully you guys are learning from you know my wins and 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 my mistakes as well so today's episode um i want to talk about something that i actually uh, spent a lot of time thinking about and i know it may sound very trivial uh, to a lot of you once they hear what I'm going to talk about, but um, it was a big decision for me and it was something that, uh, you know, ended up being an interesting um, thing. So the, the, the thing that I'm going to talk about today is free Wi-Fi. Do you offer free Wi-Fi? Should you offer free Wi-Fi? If yes, why? If not, why not? Uh, I can tell you right off the bat that at the shop, I refused to offer Wi-Fi, period. Free, paid, didn't matter, no Wi-Fi. Uh, and uh, it, it, the interesting part is that the shop was obviously in a, in a busy downtown area of D.C. So I would get a lot of people that wanted to stop by the shop and sit down and do some work. And uh, I would get Wi-Fi requests all the time. I actually had one customer come in ask for Wi-Fi, we said we don't have any, and he basically said, then you're not a real coffee shop, and walked out. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, I, I, I guess, um, you know, free Wi-Fi is a, a right, um, and it's not a service or a perk, um, which is probably one of the reasons why, you know, I felt I shouldn't offer any, because at the end of the day, you know, I felt like, um, at the end of the day, as much as I want to see a coffee shop or I, I saw my coffee so shop as a, a community space and I wanted it to be part of the community, I also did not want to forget that 
this is a business that at the end of the day, it will come down to revenues versus expenses, right? So every decision that needs to be made needs to be made with that thought in mind. Otherwise, it's just a, it becomes just a very expensive hobby. Um, and uh, the reason why I did not offer Wi-Fi is twofold. One, because I just didn't think I had to offer it. You know, I'm, I'm not in the business of providing access to information to people. I'm in the business of selling coffee. Um, if people want information, they have phones, they have laptops, they have desktops, they have offices, a floor or two or 10 above, you know, um, my store or the building next door. There's plenty of places where they can access internet and they can do it for free everywhere else. I didn't feel like that was something that we needed to provide. One, two, I just didn't think it was a good business decision. Um, it's, it's funny, you know, because I spent a lot of time looking at the statistics and, and, um, before doing this, I mean, I, I really made, put some research into this. I didn't just kind of say, you know, I'm not going to offer Wi-Fi today. Um, and obviously the number one thing you hear is that 96%, um, of respondents in a survey say they prefer places that offer free Wi-Fi. Of course they do. Who doesn't want anything for free? Yeah, I would love for somebody to pay for my Wi-Fi so I don't have to use my minutes or, or data or whatever um, and lounge in somebody else's space and just do my own thing. Absolutely. absolutely. Everybody loves free stuff. You know, so like when you read stuff like 96% of people like free stuff, well, yeah. Um, that's news. Um, or I read another one that kind of cracked me up, uh, that said 72, oh, what, wait, what is it? Uh, it said something like 72% uh, of businesses that offer Wi-Fi succeed. And you're like, <laughs> yes, if that's what actually makes or breaks a store, whether they have free Wi-Fi or not. But I'm glad to know that at least 72% of the ones that succeeded provided Wi-Fi or, vi or vice versa. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's just numbers. It's just statistics. And, and there's so much that goes behind it. You know, Wi-Fi, if, if honestly, if you have a coffee shop and Wi-Fi makes it or breaks it, then you really don't have a coffee shop. You, you, you offer nothing else if that's really what the future of your place depends on. Um, so I, um, one of the things um, that I did to make a final decision on whether I wanted to offer Wi-Fi or not was I basically just made it available for a week. Um, I said, you know, this is probably like, I want to say maybe month two or three. I said, you know what? Uh, we need people to come in, and I know everybody's asking for Wi-Fi. Let's just put some Wi-Fi there. So I went out and bought, um, uh, I didn't buy a, a Wi-Fi service. I actually went out and bought a router, um, installed it. I, I installed two routers, actually, just so, so I could protect my POS. Um, and then on a separate router, I um, made it available for uh, people to use Wi-Fi. And you know what I noticed? I noticed that every single person who came in to use Wi-Fi, who opened a laptop, took three seats. Now, I only had 13 seats at my shop, right? 
So I just needed four people with a laptop to make that place, to just literally empty that place out and take every seat. Because what happens is once you put, and then I'm sure, you know, once you, once you, once you kind of picture this in your head, I'm sure you'll think about it yourself as well. One, um, people don't like sitting next to people who have their laptops open, right? Especially like right next to them, because it's it's one the 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 glare from the laptop is annoying, and two, even you kind of feel uh, like you're looking into somebody else's work, and and it's just it's it just makes a very uncomfortable thing. The other thing is people with laptops bring pretty heavy bags and they not only do they want their chair to sit, but they want like the chairs next to them to store their coat and their um, their bag and their books and all that stuff. So they literally spread out, right? Um, and you know, when you have, when, you, when you're trying to run a shop, you wanna make use of your space. And you don't want to give somebody who's going to sit there with uh, with a coffee, um, you don't want to give them the, the, the entire space and have them take all of the space. It just, it, it, it made for a less functional um, coffee shop or coffee house. Uh, just the fact the laptops were there. And, and um, I actually even went the extra mile when, because I only had three tables, um, I had one situation where three friends showed up. They all had laptops. Um, they all kind of brought their own Wi-Fi or they all had their Wi-Fi so they connected to it. And each one of them took one of the tables and they were all kind of working on the same thing. So they're probably like sharing screens or, or whatever. Uh, but literally they took all of my tables and after about 20 minutes of them taking, basically three people took my three tables I literally just approached them. I said, listen, guys, you know, I, I apologize, but you're taking all of my space. Um, I'd love for you guys to, you know, stay and I'd love for you guys to, um, you know, be customers and, and continue. But I can't have you here take literally 100 percent of my um, of my space. Um, and if you don't mind kind of doing that work somewhere else. I'd greatly appreciate it. And, you know, I mean, they were very polite about it. They closed their laptops and they left. That was fine with me, you know. Um, at the end of the day, I'd, I'd rather get three angry people that I didn't let them use um, uh, their laptops and, and, and Wi-Fi than get, you know, 20 people who come in, see that there's nowhere to sit, and then walk away, you know. That's it. It was it was a no brainer to me. Um, now, the there are benefits to using Wi-Fi, and it all depends on the type of shop, right? Like, don't take my example as the reason why you should not offer Wi-Fi. I didn't. I stuck with it, um, and I never wavered uh, after I made my decision, and and it stopped being a problem. It became a problem, you know, the first six months and. Once the regulars kind of knew what to expect, I never saw a laptop open in that place, you know, with people kind of using Wi-Fi. We would get people once in a while, come in and say, hey, do you guys have Wi-Fi? We just politely say no, and that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Um, so so it, it really worked out, and the place was always, you know, packed, and you didn't have one laptop open disturbing um, everybody who was around. So it was great for me. Uh, but there are benefits to using 
uh, Wi-Fi. And actually nowadays, there are so many different services um, out there that have not only made it much simpler and easier to provide Wi-Fi, like I... Like I said, you know, when I installed mine, I, I installed my own routers and um, and I didn't have any time limits or anything. Uh, but now they've gone beyond putting time limits um, and and they've even added like social components to it. They've added um, ways for you to capture consumer data um, and also capture um their information and make it easy for them so they don't come into the shop and every time they have to you know ask for a password or ask to know what the password is so they can they can use the space right or they can use the wi-fi um um i one 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 um service that i uh looked at and again like you know I'm I'm not trying to promote anything here. These guys don't pay me anything or whatever. I just kind of literally was looking at some of the different services, but the one that I that I really liked was uh, a, a service called Beambox. Again, do your own research, see what you want to find there. Um, one thing that um, I liked about this is that it was very like plug and play. Um, it's um, and actually, I thought that was very interesting, especially now that I'm not in the coffee shop, you know, that I'm not working in the coffee shop, but I'm working more in the, the social media kind of advertising and, and marketing area. Um, the, the key thing that I liked about this specific one was that it allowed you to log in or it allowed customers to log in with their social media accounts, right? Like with their Facebook account or with their Instagram account or, or whatever. Um, and in a way you can actually tweak it where, um, in order for them to start using the service, they have to follow your social media accounts, which is like a, a win, right? It's a win-win. They win, they get Wi-Fi, you win because now you're connected to their social media accounts. You had followers, right? Um, and you won't, what better followers can you get than the ones who are actually coming to your store um, and voting with their dollars? Uh, the other thing, and I'm not sure how this would work, but um, the other thing is that they allow you to create landing pages. And landing pages are amazing at uh, capturing email addresses, having you built a database. Um, I, I actually created a pretty big database of uh, customers at the shop and I didn't leverage it as much as I could. Uh, but again, if you're able to build an email database and you you do a better job than I did at leveraging it and emailing them, you know, not annoying them, but, but at, a, at a regular pace, um, you and, and obviously making it informative because that's that's really important, not just kind of, hey, buy this, buy that, here, let me sell you this, let me sell that, but just even information about, you know, some of the products that you provide or some of the services, some of the cool things that are happening, um, then then it's it's very beneficial. The other thing was, uh, which I thought was a, a really cool feature is that um, it remembers people. So as they walk in, you know, automatically it remembers because obviously it logs in directly to their uh, social media accounts and they're like, you know, they get a greeting from your coffee shop um, as they walk in. You can also like set time limits, hour limits and things like that. Um, I believe the packages start at like $40. Um, it, it was kind of interesting because I think they charge you for the database uh, because they store the database of um, of of your consumers, uh, but again, you know it's called Beambox. Look into it. You know if you like it, um, 
see how you'd want to proceed with it. Um, so again, you know, um, whether you want to offer Wi-Fi um, or not, it's absolutely up to you. Um, again, I didn't, and I gave you the reasons because I felt like it was more of a distraction than, than you know, what we were providing there. And at the end of the day, um, I also wanted... I, I, from a branding and marketing perspective, I didn't want people to come in there um, and do something else, like work on something else. Like I literally wanted the shop to be an island in a busy uh, downtown area. And, and I felt like most people that were going to come in, or I wanted the people to come, that kind of came into the shop to feel like, I'm going to take my 15 minutes, um, I'm going to walk away from my desk, and I'm just going to sit at the shop, I'm going to get the best coffee around, or the best chocolate or hot chocolate around, and those 10-15 minutes of me sipping that drink are going to be just mine, and I don't want to look at, at a spreadsheet, I don't want to look at a screen or anything, um, or... You know, it made for great meetings because there was no laptops open and people are just constantly just talking to each other and dedicating uh, that time to each other. So I thought it made for a much, much more communal space. Um, and, um, and I felt overall people liked it. But again, if you are in a, a campus area close to a university, of course, you're going to have to have some type of a free Wi-Fi, right? Um, you have students that are heavily in debt. Um, they also are coming for, um, you know, to, to study. So they need access to that stuff. Um, just make sure that you put some limits on uh, how long people stay. And to be honest with you, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking people to make sure that they pay. You know, uh, they're not just sitting there and squatting and, and all that stuff. I, I actually, there was a, another interesting statistics, you know, like on the good side, um, that people actually, 60% of the people that visit a coffee shop that offers free Wi-Fi actually spend more time, um, but only 50% spend more money, right? So like out of... A hundred people that come to the shop because you offer free Wi-Fi, 60 stay longer and and 50 people actually pay more. So you got 10 people who are just literally just squatting there and you never know how long they're going to stay there. So I think there's nothing wrong with asking people and people will, are understandable, especially if they love the shop and they really want to continue coming back. They, they definitely want to know how to support. So if you let them know how to support by just kind of saying, hey, listen, at the end of the day, you know, here's here is some etiquette on on free Wi-Fi. Um, one way to do it that I've seen and, and I, I guess I guess it's fairly successful is where, you know, in order um, when you buy a drink, you have access to a Wi-Fi for 30 minutes. And if you want uh, and then the password changes automatically. So if you want to um, get access again, you have to buy another drink so that it extends it for another 30 minutes. That's fair. Like, I, I think that's fair. You know, people may find it annoying, but at the end of the day, you know, 
that's the free Wi-Fi is not a right. Um, you're providing it so that it helps your business. And if it's not helping your business, then in my opinion, you know, you shouldn't provide it. All right. And um, <clears throat> on that note, I think it's time to just end that discussion. I think I beat this topic to death uh, again. I didn't provide it in my shop and, and it's a personal choice. Um, you guys have to kind of look into what makes your place and who your customers are and what you think they're going to like and what uh, the pros and cons of doing it is for your own businesses. Um, I'd love to hear if you if you already have a shop and if you're already providing Wi-Fi, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, <clears throat> and if not, I want to hear your thoughts on that too. Uh, again, um, this um this this may be a trivial topic but i think it it it's not trivial when it affects your <clears throat> your bottom line and your uh customer experience so um on that note thank you and uh, this concludes our uh episode number 21 i'll see you again on future episodes thank you and have a good rest of the day <laughs>